Listen, for those of you that are going through, for those of us that are waiting on His promise, understand God has not forgotten you. When times get tough, you got to look up to heaven and encourage yourself and say, outside we outside with it a bunch of more we got the guns out all right <laughs> and we are in the lovely southern breeze of Georgia right now and we're gonna get into the topic of the basis of talking about how to empower yourself you know we're getting back to the, the grassroots of what my podcast is primarily supposed to be about I haven't uploaded a podcast or I haven't recorded a podcast in the past couple of weeks only because I've been focusing on different things. I got new new beginnings coming, 
all type of good stuff happening in my life right now. So I, I express pure gratitude to the forces and the powers that be, the ancestors, you know, to the powers above and below, known and unknown. Okay, and I give complete love and thank thankfulness to all of my friends who are in my inner circle. You know, just to give little shout outs here and there to Miss Sierra, Miss Brittany, Miss Ilva, you know, Miss Aurelia, all all the type of people, Miss Kiara, you know, I want to give some some gratitudes. Um Charis, I think I said Charis. I think I said her name right. <laughs> Miss Chari, I call her Miss Chari. Just to give, you know, Miss Cray, Miss Crayola, Miss Secret, you know, just to give complete gratitude to the new beginning and the new shift that is finally happening in my life because to be very authentic and vulnerable with you as my audience you know I have been going through it um I've been going through it on an emotional level and I'm not gonna be all the way open about it until I feel like it's appropriate for that if that makes sense so I will only express that in terms of inspiration and motivation and how you know for people who might also be put in that predicament or in that predicament in their personal life to move on okay so that's going to be to come so keep on the lookout for that but if you're a first time listener your first time viewer all that good stuff make sure you hit that like if you're listening on youtube if you're listening on spotify or apple apple podcast make sure that you follow me or subscribe or however that works turn on your notifications so you will get the next podcast um Big shout out to all the people who listen to my podcast and who be hitting me up in my DMs talking about like, you know, they love this message and, and that message and and whatever I put out and however the spirit used me to motivate you or inspire you to be better or to be the best version of yourself. You know, something I also want to express is when it comes to these videos, I don't do it out of ego. I don't do it to just be somebody to tell you what you need to do in your life. I do these as reminders for me in terms of what I need to do in my life. You know, so this is not just for you. This is not just for your enlightenment. This is for my enlightenment as well. Because when I go off the dome, when I do these type of, you know, podcast episodes, I don't have anything written down. I might have topics written down or keywords or, or key points written down. But overall, it's all on me. At the end of the day, you know, whatever comes out is the spirit. You no, know, it comes from within. So anything that I say, anything that comes out is not just for, you know, I'm trying to find the spiritual word for it. Um, it's not just for your life. It's not just for your journey. It's for my journey as well. Okay. Oh, nourishment. There we go. <laughs> it's not just for your spiritual nourishment. It's for my nourishment for my life as well. All right. So big shout out. Much love to all the people who support my content, who support my content and my brand. You know, you are very much appreciated. People who always send me love and always show one way or another to appreciate my page, whether it's through Cash App or PayPal, whether it's you sharing it with a friend or two, whether you're uh, mentioning me on your story. All of it is very much appreciated, whether you take the time out of your day to leave a comment or leave a like. It is very much appreciated. So I, I highly, from the bottom of my heart, <laughs> from the from the bottom and the top of my heart, I very much appreciate it. But we're going to get into the topic at hand because I tried to record this a couple of days ago. I tried to record this on Tuesday and the video did not come out the way that it was supposed to. And the reason for that is because not only was the lighting a little off, but I didn't like how I looked in it. I felt like I was too far in terms of distance with the video. I felt like it was the vibe just wasn't there for me okay <laughs> and plus I was just sweating I was sweating I was getting a little uncomfortable right now I'm kind of like in the sh it is sunny and it is humid um, but at the same time there's a, there's a little short breeze out here I'm kind of in the shadows kind of you know I'm, I'm, I'm cool all right <laughs> I'm comfortable so we're gonna get into the basis of this video you know, I wanted to talk about ego. Okay. I want to specifically emphasize and utter on the basis of how ego, when it concerns being conscious or spiritual, can get in the way of what you want to manifest in your everyday life. And so I have three pointers written down and we're going to go over them thoroughly. 
some of them might sound similar to the other but everything is is connected everything comes together so the first thing we're going to go over is people want the good life without trading the goods the second thing we're going to go over is people think that changing jesus or going from one church to another church <laughs> or from one religion to another changing jesus to crystals and 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 all these other type of spiritual phenomenons and trends will solve their problem lastly we're kind of just going back to number one but people are too wrapped up in their ego and are not willing to change okay so i'm really not going to go in any type of special order and all this type of stuff i'm just going to let the spirit do what it do okay but when it comes to people wanting to live their good life wanting to live their best life wanting to manifest the life that they feel like that they deserve to live it gets to a point where they feel like if they just do the bare minimum or if they just do what gets them by and uh, another thing I apologize if you hear trucks and cars passing by <laughs> if you can hear that into the mic um, but it's so interesting how people when they tap into their spiritual self or the spiritual principles or whenever they get into being spiritual it's so funny to see people thinking that if they just say a, a whole set of affirmations or just have faith that they expect change and you can't expect change if, if you're not willing to be a vessel or a mediator for the power that you're trying to invest in to you know activate through you and I was having a conversation about this with one of my closest friends she's a Christian but she's very intelligent she's very level-headed and you know she was emphasizing on the basis of you having faith right of course faith without works is dead but at the same time faith goes a long way because through faith and through belief that you are you are able to have power and authority you're you're able to have things come to pass right so it also states in the scriptures that as a man thinketh so shall he be and that life and death is in the power of the tongue so i'm not excluding the power that you have by default i'm not excluding the power that you were born with or that is your birthright to have power and authority over death and life and how this world operates i'm not excluding the dominion that you have as a god or a titan or a demigod or whatever you want to identify yourself as that's another problem that i have as well when it comes to labels but we'll deal with that in a second when it comes to the basis of power and miracles and blessings i don't exclude or disregard blessings coming your way because of a mindset or because of how you think but it goes a long way for you to produce rituals and a routine rather than for you to just sit there and wait on something to happen you see what i'm saying so rituals and routines don't just have to be you setting up an altar or you being in the dark and lighting up a candle a ritual is literally something that you do consistently it's a routine it's something that you do in order for you to produce an outcome so when you go to work and you work a nine to five that is a ritual because at the end of it you might be a little drained you might be a little stressed out but the outcome of it is that you're going to be sustainable in life the outcome is that you're going to get money you're going to be able to provide for yourself or for your family or whatever the case may be that is a ritual Anything that you do where you're expecting an outcome is a ritual. You do not have the energy for that framework, for that ritual, it becomes a dead ritual. If you have the energy to do it, but you don't have a blueprint, you don't have a framework, then it's useless. You can have all the power, you can believe and believe and pray and all this type of stuff, but if you ain't got no blueprint, if you ain't got the framework, if you're not built for it, it's, it's, it's going to consume you. It's going to devour you. It's going to eat you up. It's going to make you feel guilty. It's going to make you feel condemned and all this other type of stuff. It's not going to do you any good for you to have all this faith and all this power and all this, you know, things that, that are necessary for you to manifest something and you don't have a blueprint. You don't have a strategy. You don't have a plan. When you go and work out and you go to the gym, you're not just going to work out just to work out. You go and work out, let's work upper body. The next day, okay, let's work lower body. The next day, okay, let's work shoulders and arms or, or, or shoulders and back. The next day, okay, let's work on calves and core. You have to have a strategy. You can't just go and work out and expect an outcome. So you want the arms, you want the, the, 
six pack, you want the, the chest, you want a Michael B. Jordan body, whatever the case is, you have to do what is necessary to get that. You have to do the necessary routine or ritual, drinking, you know, your, your gallon of water, eating properly, eating the way that you need to in order for you to live your best life. Everything that you put out has to come back only because you have sacrificed something. And sacrifice doesn't have to be deep. It doesn't have to be giving your whole life away to something. It doesn't mean you have to <laughs> give up a family member or your best friend or whatever the case is. Now y'all come up with these conspiracies in the industry and stuff like that. Even though there are things like that that do happen. But I want to get into the basis of that in this podcast. <laughs> but it could just be something so simple as for you giving up old habits or negative habits or things that are holding you back if you want to be better in fit if you want to work out better if you want to have a better body or be more in shape you're going to have to sacrifice how much you love the 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 junk food and the sweets and the donuts and the cake and late night snacking and eating too late there are things you're going to have to give up you're going to have to lay off them sodas. You're going to have to lay off the juice. You're going to have to put more water in your body. At least a gallon. You know, or depending on your body weight and your body type. If you want to produce more content, if you want to be a content creator and, you know, succeed and exceed in content creating, you're going to have to put in more work in strategizing how you're going to put out content. Networking with other people. Finding different ways to share things and to post things and to promote things. Going on YouTube, instead of watching or binge watching shows, Netflix shows, <laughs> you should binge watch how many times, you know, have a person been through this route of success through content creating? How can you relate to them or how you how can you learn how to succeed as a content creator? If you want to read a book and, and learn more about business, you should be spending your time learning about business. Don't be spending thinking that you have to go and watch Hulu shows and and you know, the the next hip show that's out there, whatever the case is, right? You're not missing out on anything. It's always going to be there. It doesn't matter if it's trending right now or if it's number one and you feel like you're missing out on the conversation. What's more important? Is you learning how to establish your life the way that you want to more important? Or is you watching the most trend, uh, the number one trend or the, the top five shows on Hulu so that you can talk about it on Twitter? What's more important? I'm not telling you to take time out of your day not to have time to yourself. I'm not telling you to take time out of your day or uh, make yourself completely miserable or to just completely fathom yourself or surround yourself or center yourself around something that you want to do in life. But you have to get to a point where you have to be disciplined enough and you know motivated enough to do the things that you want to do in life to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish even when you don't want to. When you wake up early in the morning and it's 6 o'clock, are you going to wake up early in the morning and continue? Are you going to continue from 6 o'clock and continue to be disciplined, continue to strategize, continue to push yourself to where you want to be? Or are you going to go back in bed and, and keep clicking the snooze button and then you in bed for a whole another hour? And I say that because <laughs> I can relate to that. I can relate to hitting that snooze button and being in bed for another hour and you know I'm over here trying to put my breakfast together and then I'm out the house by 8 when I was supposed to be out the house by 7. I'm two hours behind. I am two hours behind on accomplishing what I want to accomplish. That's how I look at it. And if you start off bad you will most likely end bad because when you start off bad you your whole we, we, we know this you start off bad your whole day messed up. You feel like you ain't having a good day, your head hurting a little bit, then something is bad enough you walk out the house in a bad mood. <laughs> then when something happens while you in traffic or while you driving, somebody driving too slow or somebody almost hits you or, or something happens, right? And now you even more messed up. You get to your destination, you get to work or you get to the gym. Now you can't even focus on your work. You can't even focus on your sets. People interrupting your, your music while they... <laughs> Uh, I mean, like you just feel like everything is going wrong it's because you started off wrong if you would have started off good everything else would just be you would just it wouldn't bother you it wouldn't bother you as much if you would have started off your day well if you would have just had peace time to yourself meditate just for a little bit five to ten minutes at tops maybe learn something 
dancing. You know, put yourself in the mood to start off your day right. Don't wake up grumpy and stay grumpy. Wake up grumpy and find a way to be proactive. Get grumpy. Wake up grumpy and find a way to be happy. Wake up grumpy and find a way to be stressless. Find a way. There's always a way. There's always a way for you to live in this life or walk throughout this life without being stressless or without being stressful. There's always a way to walk throughout this life without being content in just being in worry and procrastinating and, you know, feeling down and out and depressed. And I know what that feels like. And like I said, when the time is right, I will thoroughly go through that whole process. But I know what it feels like to wake up every day and not know where your life is going to go. That's one of the downsides of when you graduate from college and you think like that, you're going to get a job. Like that, you're going to, your your life is going to turn around, nigga. Some of us did not get the talk of the rude awakening. Some of us did not get that talk. And that's something they didn't, they didn't inform us about in school. <laughs> they made it seem like as soon as we graduate, our life is going to pick up. Nigga, my life slowed yeah that's what it did it slowed down <laughs> now i did great in terms of my content creating i did great in terms of networking i did great in terms of doing little things here and there but overall and then it was it's not until now where things are starting to pick up because of what happened when i after i graduated and then months after trying to find different things right months after being let down time and time and time again then i started to get depressed then I started to, to, to procrastinate even more. Then I started to, to, to feel regret and condemnation. Then I was like, well, maybe if I would have just stayed in school a little bit longer. Maybe if, if, if I didn't, was trying, wasn't trying to rush so quick into trying to graduate, maybe something would have picked up for me. Maybe this and that would have happened, right? I started to go back on my word. I wanted to graduate at, uh, in, in 2022. I wanted to graduate in after all these things happened, after months and months went by, after feeling pressured to do A, B, and C, it did not feel good <laughs> to wake up every day. And I was, I'm still doing my thing with content creating and, and getting monetized and all this type of stuff. But when people on the outside don't understand what you do and who you are, it could be very difficult for you to try and explain that to them. And your parents keep asking you, have you found a, a, a film job that suits you yet? <laughs> because they don't believe in, in your whole thing with content creating. When people in your inner circle might be pressuring you about how you go about a certain thing. And then when you try to set a goal and you don't accomplish that, now you don't know what to do next. Because you never been through this. You didn't think this through. And now you feel like you're in a hole and you stuck. <laughs> and I only had this, I had a short conversation about it, right? I had a short conversation about this with um, this wonderful man that I met back in college, uh, Javier. He graduated before me by a couple of years or so. And this was like a few months before I graduated. And me and him had a, a talk. I was like, yo, what, what you been up to in this, that, and the third? He was like, yo, I just been on my photography and I'm trying to get into grad school. I'm like, yo, that's great. And, you know, like in terms of film, have you done anything with film yet? He was like, nigga. He didn't say nigga. Of course, he can't say it. But <laughs> he, was, he was like, yo, I'm going to just tell you right now, when you graduate, it's going to be hell from there. I thought, like, what you talking about? He was like, most of the people that I graduated with, most of us, we ain't, we, we ain't even doing nothing right now concerning film. We try to get our life together so that we could be uh, uh, sustainable enough to film. In order to look for a film. They're like, we, we, we haven't been finding no success in that. We haven't been finding no success in being a film producer or whatever the case is. We haven't found no success in terms of being a film film producer, film director, filmmaker. Just being on set, being the extra, being BTS or, or being a camera operator. They said, this man said they, he has not found any success, right? Been a whole year. A whole year passed for him. Another six months passed for him. He was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to school. That's what he decided. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to do grad school because he hasn't found no success with film. Now, whether you interpret that as him giving up or not, I'm not going to say either or because I can't speak for him. But there is a rude awakening that they, and I guess you could call this the whole scam and the, the hoopla with 
going to college, I do not downplay going to college. College is a great way for you to socialize with other people, for you to network with other people, for you to learn about different things and new things. If it wasn't for college, I would not be the Omnis Rome. Y'all know about that whole story um, because I've talked about that in my podcast episodes and in different videos as well. If it wasn't for college, I wouldn't be the Omnis Rome. I wouldn't have had the different experiences with different women in different relationships and things like that. I wouldn't have learned about discipline in terms of how to keep myself together, how to keep a, an apartment or a room or a house together, cleaning up after myself. There are different things that I learned throughout college that I would never take that away. Learning how to work f with other people and work for other people, that is something that I can never take away. I appreciate and I, and I you know, I appreciate and I'm thankful for those experiences. At the same time, there's something, that, there's that conversation. And we, we merely had the conversation with one of my lovely professors I had back in college, Dr. Holly. And she was telling us, when you leave college, no matter what you go through, no matter how many times they tell you no, don't give up. No matter how many times they slam the door in your face, no matter how many times you get rejected and, and neglected, no matter how many times you feel like that, Nobody's looking for you or looking out for you. Do not give up because in the long run, it's always going to be worth it. In the long run, you're going to look back and be like, I'm glad I went throughout this journey because now I'm here. And that's where I feel like I am now. The ups and downs. When I tell you last month, I was down bad. I was down bad. I was down, 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 down bad. I was down bad. I did not know where my life was going to go. <laughs> I'm like, am I always just going to be this content creator? Am I just going to continue to just do my brand and just do what I do best? But my gut kept telling me just to be patient. That's what my gut kept telling me. Just be patient. What's coming your way, you're not going to believe it. <laughs> you're going to be set. Just be patient. And soon enough, this week, what I've been wanting to do came to pass. Like I said... I'm going to keep saying it. You're going to know. <laughs> when the time is right, I'll go through the whole experience. I'll, I'll go through the whole shebang, right? But I'm being this vulnerable and I'm being this authentic authentic to let you know. When it comes to spirituality, and I'm, we're going to get back on, on <laughs> topic. But when it comes to spirituality, you have to understand that like, we are, at the end of the day, living in a illusion. We are living in this material world and we have to learn how to maneuver and play the game. And a lot of people put on this facade that you can live throughout this world as a god and a titan and you can manifest anything you want in this world. And you can. I'm not taking that away. They tell you that anything that you put your mind to, you can do. And you can. I'm not taking that away. However, what they fail to inform you more about is the work and discipline you have to put in and how to program your subconscious mind to create the habit to put in the work that you have to put in rather than for you to say a couple of affirmations and pray about it and have faith and then continue on about your life. You're going to get a faster process taking matters into your own hands. You ever hear people in, in movies or, or villains or heroes, they'd be like, well, if you want to get something done, sometimes you just have to do it yourself, right? That's the old saying they always talk about. When you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. That's what you have to do. You have been given power and dominion to live your best life. And some of y'all are just waiting for something to happen. Y'all are just waiting for a miracle to fall down, you know. And that's not how life is supposed to be. Some people got it easy. Some people it's easy for them to manifest and, and receive blessings like that. Some of us, we have to go down the hard path. Some of us were given harder paths in order for us to have bigger testimonies and that's how you have to look at it you have to look at it from a different perspective you can't look at everybody and be like why is everything going good for them and it's not going good for me because maybe it's just not your season yet maybe there is something that's holding you back and you got to deal with that first before you receive bigger blessings than the people that you are feeling insecure about or that people that make you feel insecure I can attest to that. I can attest that I used to see people that I'm friends with, people that I went to school with, and all this and that go is going well for them. And I'm like, well, what, what is going on for them that's not going on for me? What is it that they have that I don't have? Why, why is it that things are going well for them? And I'm stuck. I feel like I'm stuck. 
I'm locked up. They won't let me out. I'm locked up. That's how I felt. I felt like I was locked up. I felt like I was put in this confinement, in this penitentiary, this tribulation, this long tribulation of this repetition of condemnation and shame and guilt and regret and feeling like that I'm just stuck that I'm that I'm just completely living stagnant in life right I'm like what is going on <laughs> I know who I am I know I'm the Christ manifested in the flesh I know I'm God and the third I, I say it every day I talk about it every day what was missing and what was missing was the due diligence what was missing was I wasn't dealing with the rest of my shadow work I thought that if I could just do the bare minimum and deal with, oh, you know, I dealt with religion. I dealt with my aspect of, of God. And I thought that if I get rid of the whole Christ thing and realize who I am, right, on a conscious level, right, and not subconsciously, but consciously, that I'm good. I know I'm God. I could post about it. I could do this, that, and the third. I'm cool. I'm straight. I haven't even scratched the damn surface when it came to my shadow work. I haven't even scratched the surface because I didn't know how bad my procrastination was. I didn't know how bad it was when I would tell someone that I care about and love that I would call them or be there for them at a certain time and that I was two to three hours late. I didn't know how much that affected me as a person. I didn't know that to not be on time or to be five to ten minutes late uh, on something could affect me, could be so de detrimental to my future. I didn't realize that procrastinating and, and holding out on my opportunities and being easily distracted by a lot of things so easily that two to three hours were passed from what I'm supposed to do that it could be so detrimental to my future. I didn't realize that there's more to my shadow work than what's on the ground surface. Yeah, okay, I got rid of Jesus. Yeah, okay, I don't believe in, in a white savior no more. Woo. And, and this is... We're getting back on, on topic. Some of y'all think that just because y'all got rid of the Bible, y'all got rid of the church, y'all got rid of Jesus, that you're all fine and dandy and spiritual and you got your incense and your crystals and, and namaste and and hotep and ashe and all this type of stuff. Putting all, all type of incense and, and, and having haru and aset and having everybody up on the wall and still feeling stagnant. Why? You just started building the floor. You haven't started on the roof yet. You haven't even started on the walls. You don't even have a strong foundation yet. You might have a strong foundation, but you ain't got no walls. You ain't got the, the tools necessary for you to actually build the house. To be content in who you are and where you are. And that's what was going on with me. I didn't realize how bad procrastination was for me. I didn't realize how bad I would put myself in, in this conditioning of condemnation and regret. I didn't realize how bad my overthinking was where I would literally fog my mind up with different outcomes that were never true, that were never a part of my future, but I thought it was. Thinking on like, what if I never make it? What if I never accomplish what I said I was going to accomplish? What if I never get to that point in life? That's where I was. I was at that point to where I felt like Maybe this is going to take longer than I expected it to be. There was a time I didn't believe in the process. There was a time when the people that I cared about most started to doubt me. Women, you know, that I had close relationships with, they started to doubt me because I was failing myself. I was holding myself back. I started to doubt myself and because I started to doubt myself because I wasn't taking myself serious, they started to not take me serious. It wasn't until I had to reshift and align myself to being more disciplined, to renewing my mind, to getting myself out of my own pit, out of my own misery, that I had to align myself to, you know what, I know who I am. I know the skills that I have. I know what I can do. I know what I can offer to a company or to the world, or I know what I can do. I know what I'm capable of. I know what I deserve in this life. And I had to literally get back on my high horse. See, in this hero's journey, because I love mythology, right? And shout out to Joseph Campbell. In this hero's journey, you're going to have your risings and your downfall. And I sure as hell had my downfall. I had my downfall for about a year. You would never know because when you're on social media and you see people and we, we live out these archetypes and these uh, characters and gimmicks that we have on social media, you would never know. This pers this personas that we tap into and invoke, you would never know. But 
at the same time, it's not for you to know, right? Because <laughs> we all live in our own personal hero's journey. But at the same time, because this is a page about self-improvement, I want to open that up to you so that you can also understand that if you might see me in a certain light where you put me on a certain pedestal and you think that I'm living my best life, I have not scratched the surface of living my best life yet. I'm on the come up now. This new beginning is coming now. I'm going to start living my best life now. But a month ago, if you would have asked me if I was going to start living my best life, I probably would give you a front. I probably would somewhere deep inside know what my gut is telling me that I'm going to start living my best life. But I wouldn't believe it. At least not consciously. Maybe not uh, well, subconsciously, I should say. And see, when you go through this inner work of having a self-analyst over yourself, the things a part of you or the things that you've been through might be holding you back more than you expected. You might think that because you got rid of religion, you got rid of this dogma of seeing God externally outside of yourself, you never even thought about tapping into the God within yourself. You say it, you talk about it, all this other type of stuff, but have you really tapped into it? Have you really been de dependent on the inner God? Rather than thinking you can do things for yourself and just go with the flow of life in terms of how society thinks. Some of us, we are very unforgiving. We hold grudges. We're hot-tempered. We're very greedy. We're very self-centered. These things hold you back. Some of us, we are in deep gluttony. Very lazy. Very procrastinating. We don't think of these things as being contributors to our downfall. Contributors to what is holding us back from what we want to accomplish. Some of us, we always lead to conclusions. We're hyper-emotional. We overthink too much. We self-sabotage. We don't think of these things as contributors to our downfall. Yet we're God. You're God, alright. It is not taken away from your, your authority and your power as a God. But what type of reality are you creating for yourself? Yeah, you're God. You got all the power and authority in the world. But you're using your power to work against you. You're enacting your demons to work against you. Instead of you enacting the powers that be and the power that you have to work in your favor, you have them working against you. When you keep telling yourself, I'm so stupid, I'm so dumb, I don't know why this keeps happening to me, every time I keep doing this, things just don't go my way, you are enforcing powers that be <laughs> to work against you. Every time you keep saying, I am bad, I am shameful, I am undeserving. I can never do this. I can never get this done. I'm always failing at this. Every time you keep doing that to yourself, you are putting out spells over your life. You keep putting curses over your life and then wondering why you ain't getting to the blessings. You keep backing up yourself from the blessings by putting out curses. And you know what I had to do? I had to keep reinforcing, renewing. I had to go against the programming that has been instilled in my subconscious mind. Instead of me keep telling myself like, dang, every time I keep doing this, I ain't never going to accomplish this, I ain't never going to accomplish that. Or every time I keep telling myself something that will put me down, I would fight against it. Instead of saying something that went to the system, I went against the system. And that's something else that people don't want to tell you about, is they focus so much on this outer matrix. They keep telling you about what they're distracting you from. But Negro, you're distracting yourself. You keep distracting yourself. You're the one that's always getting up in your phone and watching this, that, and the third. And you can't focus on your, your goal or your mission or your work. You're the one that's distracting yourself. Not the media. Not society. Because you can always unplug. You can always turn off your phone. Why is it that you feel the need to always be on your phone or always involve yourself in something that doesn't benefit you in the long run? You have to come to a realization that... What you plug yourself into and what you give energy to, you have to ask yourself, what am I getting back from it? You can get some entertainment, you know what I'm saying? You can get a good laugh, you can get some inspiration and stuff like that, but what does it do for you in the long run? What does it benefit you to scroll through Instagram Reels for an hour and a half and you want to be a content creator? What good does it do you to scroll through TikTok for two and a half hours <laughs> and yet you still struggle some somehow, you still struggle to accomplish your hobbies and what you want to do to be an artist or to be a baker or whatever the case is. You struggle so hard with getting the things that you want to accomplish done but have no, pro no, have no problem. You have no problem wasting time that you have to accomplish your goals. You have, no time, you have no problem wasting little time that you have. 
just because you get a good laugh and because you're entertained watching other people accomplish their goals <laughs> watching other people get to where they want to be in life and you just sitting there and, and somewhere in the back of your head I know this somewhere in the back of your head you feel kind of bad you feel even more bad about yourself I know how that feels because while you're watching those people accomplish their goals while you're watching those people trend on social media you sitting there like dang I want to live that life it would sure be nice to live in that big house it would sure be nice to have that big family. It would sure be nice to live my best life like how they're living their best life. It sure would be nice. Instead of you watching all these people live their best life and accomplish their goals, why don't you do the same? Why don't you separate yourself from the flock and from the masses and actually accomplish something, Negro? You can do it. You have the capability. You have the power to do it. You just got to put your mind to it. And once you put your mind to it, once you align yourself and you do your meditations and you do your, your prayers and you do your affirmations, then you get yourself to work. Because now you've powered up. You've charged up. And that's what meditation and the, and the prayers and the having faith, that's what it does. It charges you up. It powers you up to do the ritual, to do the routines, to, to have that framework to manifest your own reality. That's what you have to do. It does you good just because you think you've let go of the Bible or you like to slander Jesus <laughs> that now all of a sudden you feel like you more conscious or on a higher frequency because you over here talking about veganism and why people need to do this that and the third and they're over here talking about giving their life to Christ y'all are no different you literally went from one church to another it's just a different denomination Instead of you calling yourself a Christian, you call yourself spiritual and conscious. That's the only difference. Instead of you giving praise to Jesus, you give praise to Isis, Osiris, Haru, and the ancestors. And I know the whole basis of what it means to give praise to the ancestors and all that. You know, you ain't got to run that by me. <laughs> but that's how it comes off. And the whole purpose of your spiritual journey is all on you for you to bring the life that you are willing to live or that you are deserving to live out into the physical from the mind from the unseen from the void but your ego your ego will not allow you to do that will it some of y'all think y'all are too good enough too comfortable to be uncomfortable some of y'all are just refusing to be familiar with unfamiliar stuff some of y'all refuse to really push yourself to the limit as soon as things start hurting as soon as uh, things start to be uncomfortable for you you want to stop I got news for you if you're willing to work out and you want to change your body up and and do better though those first couple of weeks are going to be hell the moment that you if you haven't been to and, and for people who work out you can attest to this if you haven't been to the gym in like two to three months and that time you hit the gym for me it felt good <laughs> it felt good to feel that pain in my arms and in my legs because it's been a while since I've picked up dumbbells or, or did squats or did a bench press. But for people who just never worked out before, who never been to the gym like that, and you go to the gym and you push, that next day is going to be hell. You're going to feel that pain. You're going to feel that soreness. But that's only the beginning. That's only the beginning. People, after they hit day one and day two, <laughs> they want to quit because they feel this pain or they're not seeing any results or they feel like things are going stagnant Negro, it's day two you hit day 30 now things aren't going your way now all of a sudden you feel like you slacking Negro, it's day 30 it's not like a year has passed some of y'all quit too early some of y'all have an issue with being consistent and I can attest to this some of us have an issue being consistent for seven days if we can't be consistent on something for seven days we have some issues <laughs> Houston we have a problem if we can't be consistent and science has shown that it takes 7 to 14 days to build a habit if you can build a habit for you to be productive for you to be successful for you not to be distracted for 7 to 14 days that's all we ask it 7 to 14 days for you to get your life in order 7 to 14 days for you to get back on track 7 to 14 days for you to actually make a 180 and start living your best life some of y'all aren't even willing to do that. Some of y'all struggle to read a book for 10 to 15 minutes. I can attest to this as well. <laughs> so I'm not pointing the finger back at you and being like, uh, you ain't getting through a book. Listen, there are some books 
I start reading through it, I'm just like, yo, when are we going to get to the good stuff? <laughs> when are we going to get to the good stuff? If it helps, you read the chapters that you feel like you're interested in. If if need be, you can, you can always skip around and do different things like that. I do that sometimes as well. So you don't have to read it from beginning to end and stuff like that. You know, it's like, you know, my friend, she was talking about she wanted to know more about the Bible. I was like, well, you don't have to necessarily start at Genesis. You could start at Genesis because that's where it all began. But you don't have to read from Genesis to Exodus, Leviticus. You can go from Genesis, Exodus, and then you can get into First Kings, Second Kings, and then you can get into Psalms. and You know, you can switch it around and stuff like that. But the point of this is that sometimes your ego is in the way of your own miracles, of your own blessings, or creating your own reality. And you get to a point where you become stagnant. Because your ego, and, and this is, I've talked about this in one of my, my episodes in the past about how like self-limiting beliefs can hold you back from your blessings. Self-limiting beliefs can hold you back from who you want to be in this lifetime. So you have to realign your ego. You don't have to kill the ego. It's not your purpose to kill the ego because in your ego is, is where you're going to have your identity. But you have to align your ego to live according to the will of the Father. And, and the Father is not talking about some supreme being in the sky. It's talking about supreme consciousness. It's talking about your eternal will within yourself. So let your light so shine that men may see your good works and worship the Father that is in heaven. So cast forth your light to the world. Don't be afraid to fellowship and serve those who resonate with you. Don't be afraid to serve those in fellowship with those who resonate with you. For those who may not necessarily see the light or for those who may not resonate at the time, once they see your light, they're going to want to follow. They're going to want to know how is it that you're living your best life and, and my life ain't going the way it needs to. They're going to want to listen to the things that you have to say. They're going to want to do the things that you want to do, that they have to do. They're going to start getting their life in check. It all starts with you. At the end of the day, whether you like it or not, it all starts with you. If you don't get up, get your ass up, and, and put in the work, <laughs> and it may sound generic it may sound typical but it's the truth if you don't actually get up and process and strategize what you need to do in life you're always going to stay where you are and that's what i had to do i just had to get up and do something you ain't even got to have it all figured out but i had to get up and do something i had to get up and put a little faith in myself and take some risk and actually go out there and search and seek and ye shall find I had to let it be known to the powers that be that this is what I want to do in life and I'm not going to take any seconds. I'm not going to take anything secondary. This is my primary. This is what I want to do. This is what I have to do. This is what I want to do. And this is what I'm going to establish. And lo and behold, this new beginning is coming. And I, I just can't wait for what's to come in these next few months. What's coming next year. 2024 is going to be a breeze. 2024 is going to be full of surprises, great surprises, great blessings coming my way. That's going to be my golden era from my 20s. So at 24, you know, through this path between 2022 and 2023, I have been through it. <laughs> and I can sit here with a smile on my face and look back and be like, I've really made it, you know, I've really pushed myself and I did that. I really did that. I did what was necessary and what I had to do to get to where I need to go. Even with uncertainty, even when I felt like life was stacked up against me, when I felt like there was no way out, when I felt like I was self-sabotaging my relationships with other people, when I felt like I couldn't go nowhere, when I felt like, damn, like my time is, is, is running out. In my head, you know, I was talking about like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to accomplish this and everything around me told me otherwise. Everything around me was like, Negro, what makes you think you can even accomplish the bare minimum and you thinking that you can do this, you can get out of this predicament? This in 2025, that's what it was looking like until I trust the process and that's what you have to do. Some of us, we get a little weary, we fall short, we, we become regretful and we, we cast ourselves into the pits of shame and we get to a point where we over here thinking like, dang, 
what would what would life have been like if I would have did this instead of that? What would a life have been like if you know if I would have stayed with that one person? What would life have been like if uh, I would have stayed at that job? But just trust the process. Things will come around. You just got to have some faith in yourself and have faith in this journey that you're walking on that something better is coming your way. Life isn't always, you know, easy peasy. <laughs> Life at, at the same time is not always going to be hell. You're always going to have your risings and your falls. And it's, it's within your downfalls that you learn the most. Because when we get into our risings, sometimes we often forget of where we come from. Sometimes we often forget of how hard it was for us to get to where we have to go or where we are comfortable in when we reach our risings, when we get on top of our high horse. And you have to be the one to be grounded in where you come from and also be able enough to see where you're going to go and be content and have pure gratitude and humility in where you are now. It's, all, it's always about how you change your perspective because you can have two people who work at Walmart. One person is working at Walmart to provide for his family, provide for himself, trying to get some extra income in order for him to accomplish something. The other person might go to Walmart and be like, dang, I just can't stand this job. I always got to go in. I always got to clock in. I always got to deal with these people. Man, I just hate it here. I was, those are two different perspectives. But who's going to get more of an outcome? Who's going to get more of a success story? The person who's out here hustling, who knows what he has to do, what he has to do, and utilizing the skills or the tools around him in order for him to get to where he wants to go. Doing a little Walmart here and there in order for him to learn through Walmart to be an entrepreneur or whatever the case is, a businessman. Or are you going to be the one feeling like he has to be content or, or stagnant or comfortable and being miserable going to a place that he doesn't like? The choice is yours. And sometimes it might be a little difficult even when nobody understands for you to hold out on what you really want to do. If you want to be an artist, and I'm not talking about singing and, and, and rapping. But if you want to be a painter, like an actual artist or, or digital art or whatever the case is, some people may not see your vision. You're willing to put in your all. You're willing to, to put in 8 to 10 hours a day to accomplish being an artist. And, and everybody around you is like, I don't see it. You want to be a content creator. And everybody was like, who want to see you? You ain't even got a thousand followers yet. Who wants to see you? You don't even get 30 likes on your reels. Who wants to see you? You really think that somebody wants to see you? posted like 20 reels today and the most that you've got on a reel is like 200. It's things like that where people are going to try and hold you back because they're not even willing to, to take the first step. Ain't that something? Ain't that ridiculous that people are going to judge you for trying something new or for actually trying to accomplish your dreams or, or you know setting their goal or their focus to accomplish their dreams and what they want to do and they just sitting there stagnant? Ain't it some nerve for people to tell you how they sh how you should live your life? Ain't that something? Ain't it something for people to try and tell you how you need to live your life? Telling you how you need to live your life how they live their life. That how you want to take these risks and you want to take that extra step to accomplish something and yet they haven't even taken the risk to post something. And meanwhile you out here posting things and you trying to network and you trying to strategize and figure things out might fail and fail and fail and fail and fail and fail and people looking at you and people uh, uh, they're not looking up to you and people start doubting you and they start not having any faith or trusting you you keep failing and failing and failing and failing and and you keep you you, you just in your head like when am I going to get a W the work that I keep putting in where's the outcome when am I going to get the results and after a year Maybe for some people after six months, after a year, maybe a year and a half, things start to lighten up. Now all of a sudden maybe you start to trend. Maybe you start getting some, some actual views. Maybe a, a celebrity or somebody actually sees your content. They want to network. They want to work with you. Anything can happen. You just got to put your mind to it. And now when you get on the come up, now everybody want to be your friend. You get on the come up, now everybody want to work with you. Now everybody, oh, oh, look at look at Tyrone over there. Tyrone doing this thing. I remember I went to school with him back in high school. I remember you too. I remember how you used to try and joke on me and, and, and play around with me. And, and used to call me this and the third and, and call me monkey and chimp. I remember that. You wasn't looking for me 
back in high school. You, I was invisible. He didn't care. I don't hold no grudges. But, you know, like with Michael B. Jordan. He was on the red carpet, and an old girl was talking about, we went to school together, and, and Michael B. was like, oh, I'm, cause I, was the, I was the corny kid. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be Michael B. to a lot of you bitches. And I don't say that with pride or ego. And I don't say that to be narcissistic or whatever the case is. When I reach my high horse, when I'm, when I'm on my throne, oh, it's going to be hell. Do not. And I remember everybody from high school. Do not try and come my way and try and be friendly when you was never friendly with me when I was at where I was. I'm not saying that I'm somebody who is uh, mean or snobby. I'm not talking about that. But don't try and be buddy with me because I was on the come up. I've been on the come up and you was never there for me at day one. I'll never forget this interaction back in the eighth grade and it was my literature teacher and we was doing like different things and different activities and I was on this one team with this other guy named Jacob, Jacob Klein. And it was these two other people on the other side, right? And we was doing like these social skill interactions and stuff and somebody on the other side made an insult to Jacob, right? And you know, the language arts teacher was like, Jacob, how did that make you feel? Jacob was like, I don't care, right? Other person on the other team came at me sideways. Teacher was like, how did that make you feel, Tyrone? I said, that kind of hurt. That kind of hurt. He was like, right? And I forgot what the whole lesson behind of it was, right? But something that never left my mind, he was like, don't worry, Tyrone. Other people in the classroom might, might make fun of you or they might say these things about you. But at the end of the day, in the long run, they're going to they gonna call you boss. Never left my mind. That never left my spirit. With my, with my accomplishments. With what is to come. Everybody who used to make fun of me. They got to look up to me. Everybody that counted me out. Everybody that doubted me. Everybody that told me that I needed to do this. And I needed to do. Now you look up to me. And I don't say that with. Being snobby and, and looking down on other people. I say that with confidence. I say that with courage. I say that with privilege. That now. <laughs> I'm about to rock your shit. Now I'm locked in. Now it's danger. Now you in trouble. Cause you was you was stumping on me when I was down. Now I'm up. Now I'm charged up. Now I'm about to go Super Saiyan. Now what you gonna do? I just got some advice for you. Run. Anyways. <laughs> Hopefully you got something out of this podcast episode. You know, I didn't want to be too vulnerable and I didn't want to make this too emotional, whatever you want to call it. But I really thoroughly, I really authentically wanted to get this message out because I know somebody is watching and they can resonate to this. I know somebody's watching and they might can relate themselves to this, you know, because maybe there was that that kid in, in high school and middle school, you know, that was made fun of or that was picked last on the football team. <laughs> and, and I can attest to that as well in the seventh grade. Um, it was between... And we were playing uh, flag football, right? And this was back in, in gym. And it was between me and this boy named AJ. AJ, mind you, right? AJ was more of a nerd and a geek than me. Right? They chose AJ. <laughs> the one who literally made... He don't even have any athleticism in his pinky. Who nobody knows. Nobody knows AJ. Like that. Everybody knows AJ for being a little whiny kid in the back. They chose AJ over me? Somebody had the and somebody had the nerve to ask me, like, yo, how does that feel to get picked over a, uh, for AJ to get picked over you? And I looked at them with, with the most disrespect, right? Gave them the most disrespectful face. They, they started laughing in my face. You, th that's how bad I was. <laughs> that's how down bad I was in middle school. I'm talking about this this kid AJ would run to school. He would he would run to classes like Naruto. He was that kid. Pick AJ over me. 
at least I can I can actually catch a football. Chose AJ over me. That's crazy. <laughs> Shout out to AJ though. You know, if he ever comes across this. You know, because he was in band with me as well. Uh AJ played very well in the saxophone. AJ had a, a very hot girlfriend. You know, very beautiful girlfriend back in what junior year. And everybody was like, AJ got her? Ain't no way. I couldn't even believe it myself. I couldn't even believe it myself. AJ got a AJ. AJ got a girlfriend. And that's her. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> but you know, things picked up for me when I got into high school from sophomore year up until senior year. You know, the girls started to notice me in my sophomore year, going to junior year and stuff like that. And, you know, things pick up to who I am today. I count it all joy. One of my favorite passages, and this is what I'm going to leave you with before I end out my podcast, is in the book of Ecclesiastes where it says, A man, a patient man, will tarry for a bit, for a time, but at the end, he will be joyful. And that's what I leave with you today. And I kind of paraphrase that, but I leave that with you today to let you know that if you're going through a time of struggle, if you're going through a time of tribulation, this is only temporary. And I can attest to that. I can be a living testimony and I can authentically say that it's only for it's only for a time. I may not have had the, the spirit to tell you that a month ago, maybe even a couple of weeks ago, maybe the beginning of the year. I could not have the um, spirit to let you know and look you in the face and authentically say it. But I'm here to let you know it is only for a time. Once you put in the work, once you realign your energy, and not only are you able to um, walk out in your Godhood, walk out in your God energy, but you're also willing to align yourself in your energy to where things that are out here in terms of opportunities will come your way because of the frequency and the energy that you're on, I guarantee you, you will count it all joy. Even when you may have fallen out with other people, even when people don't look your way, even when people start to doubt you, even when people start to uh, misjudge you and criticize you and why are you still doing this and why are you still doing that and why you why can't you just go in and do this instead of you always focusing on A, B, and C. But if I didn't focus on A, B, and C, I wouldn't have gotten to where I am today. If I would have never done A, B, and C, I would never be who I am today. I would never have had the opportunities that came my way. If I didn't focus on A, B, and C. And that's that's what makes me laugh. <laughs> that's what makes me put a smile on my face. Because what I was doing when I got little success. Or when I got little uh, uh, little bits of accomplishments. Or little bits of, uh, of you know, whatever the case is, right? Little, little coins and little things that I got out of the things I would do every day. When I didn't see an outcome. When, when sometimes when I would do content, you know, sometimes I wouldn't get no money. Now, because of the things that I did out of my heart, things that I did out of the spirit, now starts to manifest into the physical. So I'm here to let you know that despite whatever people tell you, despite how long it might take, there's always something on the other side. And I learned that also in my, you know, when I was doing the internship for 404 Ear Hustling, shout out to y'all. And... There was a podcast episode. I was really down bad that day. And it was so ironic that the message that they opened out with was no matter how me, no, no matter how long it takes, we got to be consistent. No matter how long it takes and and no matter what people say, at the end of the day, we got to keep rolling. And I took that message with me. And there was a man who was also on the podcast. He was spitting out some facts on the same energy and that's a message that I carry with myself forever. You got to be on your hustle. That's all the time that I have for you for today. All right. Thank you for listening to this beautiful, wonderful podcast episode. I know this was a little long, but I'm glad that you was able to stick around with me so that you could listen to the message that you needed to hear, that I needed to hear, that somebody out there needed to hear so that we could get to a point of living our best life and getting out there. Stop holding yourself back. Stop being procrastinative. Stop, you know, doubting yourself. You know what you can do. You are deserving of it. 
You deserve it. And if you got to look at yourself in the mirror every day and tell yourself, then damn it, do it. <laughs> all right. But that's all the time that I have for you today. Make sure that you like this video if you're listening to me on YouTube. Um, share this with somebody. If you're listening to this on Spotify, make sure you answer the poll at the very end. You know, scroll and you'll see a, a question that'll tell you like what is um, what is a topic or something that you like best about this podcast episode. Listen to this on Apple. You know, like I said, turn on your notifications. Follow me so that you'll get the other notifications the next time that I post um, some more content on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever the case is. Follow me on Instagram if you're if you you know somehow came across this without seeing me on Instagram. I'm at the Omnius Rhone. You can see me on Twitter as well. I'll be posting and reposting stuff you know on there as well. So you know, hit me up in the DMs if you want to have more discussions, conversation about this as well. All right, I'm just here for help. All right, I'm not a leader. I'm just passing the torch. All right. So until next time, we out. The waves brought me a song in the night That spoke in the softening light Words of a lonely one Unknown, caught in the darkening sea Whispering mysteries Where can that poet be? Away island, he lets his poems drift on the sea, immersed in the warmth of the current, they touch the deep.